there is a threat from fascist fascists that exist, and that threat is not fascism, but lone wolf attacks. Right. No. Um... Right. So, like, lo- there is no looming fascism in the United States. There's not a coherent fascist movement. There's not constitutional crisis dire enough so that this this group that's waiting in the wings can swoop in and institute a dictatorship. But there are committed fascists of uh, all different stripes that are out there that are actually killing people. Sure. I think that, yeah, that gets a lot closer to um, the, the historical analog that we have is, is not that far off. It's the Anders Breivik uh, moment where the lone wolf goes to the youth group, youth camp and shoots a bunch of like young labor party members, or even our, in our own experience, uh, like Timothy McVeigh or uh, Dylan Roof, right? That's the kid that shot up the church. Yeah, or any random in any one of these like unhinged people that have, like driven trucks into BLM rallies, right? So that's the danger from fascists is that individual fascists and small groups of fascist-minded people can perpetrate violence against other small groups of people, like the way that the Ku Klux Klan uh, or one of the many Ku Klux Klans shot up uh, the Communist Workers Party gathering in like the 1980s. It was called the the Greensboro Massacre. Yeah, so once again, drawing parallels to American history. Yeah. Where things like this have always happened. Right, with some serious regularity. Like, it's not even a... Yeah, and it's, it's again, it's not to, to minimize uh, the threat or to, like, sound the alarm bells a little quieter. It's just to be more specific about what we're saying. Uh, yeah, fascists are a threat. Yeah. Fascism not really a threat right now right doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean it won't be in the future but yeah right and so then seymour also says uh you know it is not fascism but it does render sharply visible the fascist potentials that were already at work within liberal democracies right uh, or before a, before the rise of trump before the rise of modi before the rise of bolsonaro Right. The, or another way to put it is that the contradictions that are just perpetually being um, allowed to, to, to not sharpen to a point of rupture uh, within any capitalist society it, it, always have the potential to eventually resolve themselves in the, in the direction of what we call fascism. And right. So, you know, are we living in the early days of what one day we'll look back on and see this moment as like the beginnings. I don't, I mean, that's harder to say, but I don't think that you can really mount an effective, like that's not a call to action. Like, like to, no. to the populations, like you never know, man, we could be in 1927, uh, Germany. I was like, well, is that, is that bad? Is that a thing? Like, is that a bad time? <laughs> well, let's fucking hope we're not because, uh, the way that, Hitler got in power was by voting for the lesser evil candidate who eventually ended up just uh, appointed appointed him to be chancellor anyway. That was, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the Social Democrats supported uh, von Hindenburg to to oppose because they to oppose Hitler. And then they didn't unite with his, the, the communists. The communists wouldn't unite with him anyway. Right. That's actually a really good. Uh, that's a really good example of what I mean when I say that that disaster nationalism is the broadly acceptable politics of mainstream uh, of mainstream society, like Hindenburg being a person who 
was not a fascist, was not even fascist sympathetic, was no. was just a like centrist in government who could you know? I mean, he was a rightist. He was he was a he was a monarchist. Yeah. He was a okay, he was a rightist. Sure, a rightist yeah. in government who was you know could look out his window and see the the Bolshevik threat in the east and was like, well, I guess we'll give this Hitler guy a chance. Uh, not because I like him, because I know I don't like Stalin. And our liberals, our Bidens and Clintons and Pelosi's, like these are not people who are could, would act any differently if given half the opportunity. Infinitely less spine than Hindenburg ever had. Yeah, honestly, we should be so lucky as to have a Hindenburg on our side, as opposed to Chuck Schumer. Whatever happened, whatever catastrophic event happens in the United States that ushers us into a dystopian dictatorship that may or may not be fascism, but definitely is the most horrible thing that Americans have ever experienced. It will be because the liberals re- reached across the aisle to help usher it in.